Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Welcome back to the Smut Hive. Hello. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Jillian. How are you? Oh, I'm good. You? I'm doing well. Thank you. How was your week? It was all right. Busy. Cold. I like fall. Yes. I don't love 45 degree fall. <laughs> I would also like to know, um, and this is in fact what I'm buzzing about, why all of the sudden in my old age, I have allergies in October. <laughs> What's happening? I'm why? Sorry. I'm not an allergy sufferer, but I feel your pain. I've never had allergies before in general. Then a couple years ago, I started getting spring allergies. And this year, all of a sudden, hi. Allergies, October, and 45-degree weather. No. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm miserable. I hate it. I'm sorry. It's fine. What are you buzzing about? Um, Definitely not anything gross. Right. Like snot or anything yeah. like that. No, I am all about this. I, I hope you guys have heard of this before. It's been out for a while. Quinn Audio. It's like erotic stories. So it is an app and there is like, you know, a monthly subscription fee or whatever, but it's really like just kind of like the new revelation of like porn for women. So it's made by women, but it's for all. And there's some celebrity stuff in there. There's some like OnlyFans like creators that you would recognize in there, but it's literally like stories, like sexy, sexy fucking stories and scenarios and accents. And you can get it dirty or you can get it sweet or you can do like a praise kink. Like it's broken oh. down into categories. Okay. It's a little insane. Huh. Mm -hmm. It's deal. so good. How much is it? Uh, I think it's like $4.99 oh. a month or you can pay like a yearly fee that for cheaper. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I got it. Testing it out. And uh, I'm a fucking fan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, we read a book. We did. What did we read? We read Seducing Hope mm -hmm. by Adeline Winters. Yes. It's part of the Hope Legacy. Uh, right now, it's three books available in Kindle mm -hmm. uh, KU. Uh, but we only read the first book. Yes. Yes. And that was just because we ran out of some fucking yes. time. But uh, this is an author that contacted us, found mm -hmm. us, um, said she liked the show and liked why wow, we talked about books. And so she sent us her book and here we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is a paranormal book. Yes. So this is kind of like a supernatural intelligence protection agency type deal. Um, I'm getting a lot of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer vibes out of this book. Agreed. Um, I also get out of this book a lot of like uh, Amelia Hutchins, The Fighting Destiny type mm -hmm. Fae book. Um, because you got a chick. Her name is Nadia. 
Um, and you start out the book understanding that she thinks that she's human or she is in fact human and she's kidnapped by who she starts to refer to as expensive shoes. We find out later <laughs> he has a name and it's named Lawrence. Mm -hmm. You don't really know what he is, but you know that he's not human. Right. So they're trying to like beat out of her or whatever. Like, what are you? What are you? Well, she gets rescued. And this is a character that is becomes a main character throughout the book. His name is Duncan. Um, he also is not human. He has all these like abilities. He's like a warlock. Yeah, yeah. He can heal. He fights. He can read minds. He's like mm -hmm. her sidekick and he's her bestie yeah. from this point on. So they have a great relationship. Yes. Yep. Really like him. Um, so Nadia herself, she can, she's cool. Like she's a badass. She is so sarcastically mouthy, which yes. is kind of where I felt a little Buffyism mm -hmm. going on in there because she always has some kind of wise acts quirk yeah. like no matter who you are or what situation she's in whether it be a violent one or a non-violent one yeah. she can talk shit with the best of them i really liked her i liked her attitude i liked how she spoke to people i liked that she was loyal and smart and strong so right off the bat loving the main character yeah girl power yes. all the way yeah. Um, so after this, you know, Duncan rescues her and she finds out she's a little bit more than just regular human. And he takes her to this supernatural intelligence protection. I think SIP is what mm -hmm. they're called. And it actually also happens to be ran by her uncle. Um, and his name is Charlie. So she gets a lot of, you kind of flash forward. Yeah. She's been with the agency for a while. She's trained. She's a badass. She has a team. I think it's like six years in the future. Yeah. Five or six years in the future. So she's now like ingrained into this security community and is fully trained and is even more of a badass now. Right. And their whole deal is they keep the supernatural crap out of the human world. Right. Like if you're here, you're here. But if you're here doing bad things as a supernatural, like this agency is going to take right. you down. So she's maybe not loved by all the supernatural right. creatures about. So there you go. Um, this is where you get introduced to her sidekicks. Uh, there's a whole lot of them. There's a lot. There is. So I didn't keep track of all their names, but they might come up like as we discuss yeah. this or whatever. But they're they're all men. And she has this like, you know, she has this friendship with each of them in a different way. Some of them look at her sexual, some of them look at her like a sister, mm -hmm. like it just depends on which guy it is, but there's always banter and there's always wisecracks. But at the end of the day, like they work together and they have very strong loyalty to each other and to what they believe their mission is. Right. My favorite personally was Z. Yes. He's the one that likes her like in the sexy way. Yeah. I liked their banter. He's like really dirty minded and I think hot, mm -hmm. how he's described. Mm -hmm. He's definitely like someone that I feel like if I was really good friends with, we'd probably definitely be friends with benefits. <laughs> That's how I feel about him. Just like, just, I don't know how they talk to each other and there's definitely sexual tension, but it's never acted upon. No, he's just really naughty mouth. Yeah. And he's very quirky. And I, I like the vibe. I liked him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but of course, you need to have your main dude yeah. in the book that we all are supposed to drool over. So I really hope that I'm saying his name correctly. But if not, this is how I read it in my head. Arkin Reinhardt. That's how I read it, too. Okay, cool. So the way that he is described, I instantly started to picture 
uh, Jax Teller from Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Total Charlie okay. Hunnam in his appearance. He's got like the brownish blonde hair and the scruff yeah. and the eyes and the whole presence and the build and all of it. Mm-hmm. He's like a beast of a fucking hot ass yeah. fucking man. Well, he could be human. They don't really know. He's a rich billionaire, real estate tycoon, whatever fucking asshole yeah. runs the world. Well, apparently there has been disappearances around him. Like six people have disappeared. Right. And the only thing they have in common is that they had been seen in his company at some point on the day they disappeared. So that's a thing. So the SIP agency is sending in Nadia and her team uh, undercover. So apparently what it is, is Nadia does come from a background of like a rich fucking family. Very rich. And whatever business it is that Reinhardt is in, Nadia's grandfather is in that same business. So she's now going to go undercover, but still as her, as his heir, going in to do business with Reinhardt and kind of snooping around. And because one of her abilities is being able to read auras, she's going to check out, is he fully fucking human or not? Right. So you're going to get that. Yeah. So it does start out when they first meet, there's this electric meeting and she does sense an aura about him and he can't, he can tell that she has shields up. So now you're getting it from his point of view as well, which again, we like reading it that way. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that she was trained to do was to shield. So when supernaturals are around her, they cannot read her thoughts or her mind or anything like that. The way that she shields though, is she sings songs in her head. Yes. And so the downside though, is that he picks it up. Yeah. Right away. The song she's shielding. Yeah. So I think at that point he's like, okay, I don't know what she is if she's human, but she's definitely really good at shielding. And she's like, you're not human. But yeah. I don't know what you are. Exactly. But there's also sexual tension and that's... Like instantly. Instant. Yeah. He can like touch her through... Like he makes her feel without touching, touching her. her. And so she will get like really warm sensations and like parts that she shouldn't. <laughs> and so she's like, what the hell? Which, I mean... Yeah. I'll take that. Of course. Right? Yeah. Because again, yeah. he looks like Jack Stellar. Right. So I am, I'm there for right. it. I mean, you could really touch. We don't need to pretend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just go for it. Um, anyway, so because they're under this guise of both of them being humans in the human world, transacting business, um, he's very condescending to her, like right from the beginning. Like, I'm rich, I'm powerful, I'm beyond human, I am all these, like, incredible fucking things. You're never going to be able to wrap your head around me, little girl, and all this type of shit. And it's really fucking hot. Their banter is really hot because she's not going to take his shit. No, she's like, and you can just fuck right off. Yeah. Like, you're arrogant, I can't stand you, you know nothing, get the fuck out of my face. Right. Yeah. So, they do report back to Uncle Charlie, but here's the thing she starts to develop like these extra powers, like things she couldn't do before she can now all of a sudden do. And you kind of get this idea that she's probably charged in some way Mm -hmm. by her encounters with Arkin. Right. So, you know, I don't know if that's exactly what it is. That's kind of what I got from it. So I was like, okay, it makes it kind of hot. Well, the problem is, is that the agency they work for is very controlled. So if she's got extra powers, they're going to like take her under quarantine and they're going to test her and they're going to see if she's a threat and her team doesn't want to turn her in. So she's going to stay on this case. Yes. Well, there's going to be some side plots, a lot of side plots. And we're not going to like the main like 
hunt and treasure hunt and, and, you know, the thing that's about to happen or whatever. We're not really going to spoil all of that because it takes a lot of turns yeah. and I don't want to ruin that. Yeah. Um, especially because I only read the first book. So I'm yeah. super excited to see what happens next. Cause it does live on a cliffhanger, yes. but the second book is out there. Anywho. So you're, you get to a point to where they both know you're not human and we're going to be cool and accept that. And we have this common goal because we need to do this thing mm -hmm. because we have this common enemy and we need this thing. Yeah. So we're going to go on this mission right. and we're all going to get along and we're trusting each other and we're going to be sharing information, but yeah. none of that happens. None of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Except the sexual tension right. continues. Right. Um, the, the banter continues, the cat and mouse situations continue. Here's the thing. They're, they each have their own team. So I don't remember if there's like four on Nadia's team. And then there's like four in total yeah. on our, our, Arkin's team. And like, they all kind of get along and some of them get along better than others, but there's always snark. There's always banter. Right. There's always bullshit. There's been a couple sexual encounters between her and Arkin. And it's like, but they haven't fucked. Right. Like, they're not going all the way. It's really building yeah. up. Well, it's getting to the point, too, where Arkin's teammates have been saying, like, sexually explicit things about Nadia. And mm -hmm. he's like, if you touch her, I will remove your hands. Right. Like, she's off limits. She is mine. And they're shocked because this is not his normal. This is not what he normally does with women. Right. Like, he says a word. They their clothes disappear, whatever. And then they're gone. He holds, he doesn't love, he holds, doesn't want any relationships, but there's something about her that has him on like this, like wild emotional goose chase. He, he just doesn't know what to do because mm -hmm. he's never felt it before. He doesn't understand it. So he's very protective and very much like, keep your eyes and your hands to yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets that across. Oh, yes. Yeah. Even if she's trying to let him know, like, I can do what I want. I'm grown and you have no control over yep. me. But he does. Yeah. And but there what I found interesting, too, and I, I understand because there's a certain situation like where she's even had too much to drink and she comes on to him and he has to do all with, you know, take in all that power to yep. like stop himself because he doesn't want to take advantage of her. And he lets her know, like, when you come to my bed, like it's going to be a whole different right. scenario. You can't blame being drunk the next morning. So she gets really frustrated and was like, well, fuck you. If you don't want to fuck me, then I'm not going to fuck you. And like, you know, again, the back, yeah. back and forth, push and pull. Yeah. Are they going to fuck? When are they going to fuck? You know, they're going to fuck. Yeah. But oh my God, when are they going to fuck? Yeah. So, but while you're waiting for that to happen, you again have twisty turns, you have quests, you have mm -hmm. missions, you have them again, trying to work together. They are all, their teams are each keeping something from the other. Yeah. But where she has kind of the part where I didn't really care for her in the book is that she's actually frustrated, which cool I get. And she's very confused about all the power that she's starting to gain. And sure, I'm sure that's a burden upon her. However, she's keeping secrets, but she's super pissed at him because she knows he's keeping secrets and he won't come clean. Right. Really? Well, I feel like for me, especially if you take like the drunk scenario where he was like, no, like, I'm not going to fuck you right now because you're drunk. Mm. And she got angry and upset and then held it against him. And then there was another time, which I'm not going into details, but he said terrible things about her to, like, save her life. And 
she at first i think believed what he said mm-hmm. and then duncan was like you know that he didn't believe those things he'd said those things to, like save your life and she was all pissy and angry about it and i'm like girl yeah can you stop like i think it was maybe the last quarter of the book mm-hmm. she was like annoying and needy to me and i started to dislike her a little bit just because yeah. i felt like can you open your eyeballs quit being dumb mm-hmm. and just god damn it fuck this guy why are you giving him such a hard time mm-hmm. i was kind of over it like i got over her push and pull a little cause it was too much for me yeah like you both want to fuck so fuck yeah. why are we like why do you keep pushing him away yeah and at this point he did tell her I don't just want to fuck you. Like I have feelings for you. There's, there's more to what this is than just sex. Yeah. Which is what she wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. So he told her meant it. And she's still either iffy about it or doesn't believe him or just super wishy-washy. We all know I do not (laughs) love a wishy-washy girl. I know. So that was my one issue. I think I didn't have many. That was my one issue with this book. Also, there were just a lot of names, like a lot of side characters. I liked all of them. Yeah. But I it got, I got confused sometimes. Mm. But yeah. outside of that. The side characters, again, were written so well, though, because they did, like, hold her up. Yeah. So whatever it was that she did, even if it was a stupid fucking decision, Mm -hmm. like whatever it was that she did or whoever it was she put in danger, like somebody from her crew was still holding her up. Yeah. And one or two from Arkin's crew will step in and help her, you know, do things as well. But the magic about it all is really interesting because there's like a thing that happens with his men. She can put them into some kind of like a contract by just saying like promise me you won't do this. And they're like blood bound and promised yeah. simply from her words. And she has to release them from whatever it was she promised or something like that. So that was really interesting. And the I liked control. it. There's a lot of control. Right. Thing yeah. that, that's what it's all about yeah. is the control. And there was a lot of, I mean, even with the side characters, the trust and loyalty that they had yeah. for each other was great. And even though there were a lot of characters author was very clear and concise about making them individuals as well. So like you knew who she was, right. You know, you knew Mm -hmm. who she was talking about at what time they all had their own personality, their own looks. Mm -hmm. So while there were a lot of characters, it was very distinguishable who was, who she was talking about, which sometimes I think when you have a lot of characters, it can get very, discombobulated and you don't exactly know who is what and where and why and I didn't feel like that with this book which is I mean great job by the author yeah for sure absolutely yeah well you know again we weren't really going to talk about what the plots and the monkey wrenches and all that kind of stuff are but you do get to a point and this is again towards the end of the book where they're not telling each other everything but something kind of slips so now his men have found out something that her team found out and it might change the way that her, his team has been looking at things and come to find out, like you don't really know if they're on the same side, like they have this friendship and they have this working together. And of course the two main mm-hmm. you know leaders want to fuck each other's brains out, 
like all this is happening, but you don't know who these guys are. You know that they're more. They've never said who they are. Yeah. But you know they're some kind of protector. They're in charge of some kind of destiny type fucking thing. And they're powerful and he's the fucking leader. Mm -hmm. But she still doesn't know who he is. So I did find that interesting yeah. because you get kind of alluded to the fact of will they have to fight against each other for their individual beliefs? Right. Because she, her group believes this is one way. His group is yeah. set out to believe it's another way. And now it's all being questioned. Right. Well, because no one knows who anyone is. Not really. Right. Because she keeps coming into power. Yeah. She's getting stronger. And a couple things happen where they're like, you are like, there's something like seriously off about you like you right. shouldn't be this powerful what are you who are you what is your purpose here and so i think it does start to crack a bit as far as trust and loyalty is concerned yeah and they're always staring at her yeah because they can see like her shields don't slip often but yeah. they are always staring at her and always seeing her auras and at what it's doing and they're describing it as like not being seen before yeah and then she keeps developing these powers and yeah. no one knows why so it's 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 yeah. a crazy ride yeah it is a crazy ride yeah. but with all of this, all the action and adventure and yeah. the stories and, and the friendships and, and the characters and everything that's happening, there is, of course, your main love story. And I wouldn't necessarily say it's love. I think it's still lust at this point. Yeah. But the whole book has been fucking foreplay. And now we're about to get to right. the nitty gritty. Yeah. Yeah. So let's take a break. And then we'll come back and we're going to talk about the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. Okay. Hey, Smut Hive listeners, just a quick reminder, don't forget to go onto our TikTok and Instagram page, like, follow, do all the fun things. We also have a link in our Instagram bio that takes you to Spotify and Apple. Leave us a review. Okay, welcome back. Now we're getting to the sex of it all. Yes. We waited a whole book yes. for it. It did not disappoint. No. It did not disappoint. No, not at all. I do wish there was more sex in the book between the two characters. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not angry about it. I just wish I wouldn't have had to wait out the whole book because I wanted more. Yeah. They could have been fucking through the whole book. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess for the storyline yeah. and what happens after, yeah. maybe, but... You know, not to change her whole book or anything, right. but you could have been fucking right. through the whole book right. and worked out yes. a different, a different way to go into book two. I'm yeah. just saying. Anyway, no, the sex was really good was. and the foreplay was amazing. So to finally have that steamy sex scene between the two, the, where, you know, she loves him mm -hmm. and he loves her in a, in his way, yeah. but you don't really know who he is and what yeah. he's about. Um, but they, they get down, they get down. I was there for it. Oh, it, was, it was, steamy it was, hot. it was great. It was great. Very but then, detailed, very detailed. Yeah, I was there for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then everything changes. Right. And I kind of really liked this part. Yeah. Well, I liked the first part of this part. I'll yes. explain. Okay. Yeah. So one of the side dudes on his side, Zach, who doesn't really like her, he busts in as like they're done busting mm -hmm. and he was like wait what the fuck and then that is when arkin notices her aura is like all gold now 
And then Zach like thinks he found out something and finds out that thinks that she's this, this mm-hmm. one character that yeah. they think is evil. They think she's that person. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm not. What the absolute fuck? Right. I'm naked. What is fucking happening right. here? And he turns cold on her. Like, so cold, like legit fucking asshole. Like, I'm sorry, sir, but like you're dick is still wet yes. and he fucking turned on a dime it was so quick and fast like you blink and it's he's turned yes i was actually shocked yeah because right he doesn't love he right. doesn't have feelings but he does whether it's love or not but he has feelings for her mm-hmm. and i mean to just turn it off like that you're still naked. Mm-hmm. You're not even giving her a chance to like speak at all. No. Even though she's like, I don't literally, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. And he's just like, turns on. I was just threatening to kill yeah, her. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. She's butt fucking naked yeah. and his friend's in the room. Yeah. And he's threatening to end her. Right. Because he thinks she's this. What I, the fuck? It was so yeah. good. I was so shocked. I was too. Yeah. So shocked. I really liked it. But, okay, one of the things that they did was they had to find this, like, artifact thing. Mm -hmm. So when Zach brings this artifact thing in the room and then there's a key, there's always a lock and a key and a blah and a huh. So all that's happening. And Arkin unlocks it and, like, nothing happens, right? So she's like, see, nothing happened. I didn't do anything. Like, you're lucky you didn't unleash, like, the end of the fucking world. And then all of a sudden, Arkin's not Arkin anymore. And that's where the end of the book right. hits. And you're like, well, whoa, what? Right. Like, what do you, who are you? What's happening? What? You yeah. are now evil and ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you were a dick a minute ago, yeah. and that was all you, buddy. Right. But now you've done turned into something. Right. And then the book just stops. Yeah. It is, I'd say, one of the best cliffhangers that I've read in a while. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, Like, you have to know what he is. You have to know what's going on next. So you have to read the second book. I don't know how anybody would stop and just stop reading. Yeah. So smart. Mm -hmm. So smart by the author. Yeah. And you can go right into book two. And I haven't because I didn't want to mess up the timeline. I didn't want to, you know, read and then, like, let that go. So, yeah, I'm going to enjoy reading this series. And, again, I I don't know if this is just a trilogy or if there's going to be books. Yeah. Because I haven't read, you know, two and three. So I'm excited to find out. I will be interested to see if there's, A, more sex. Mm -hmm. B, now that I would assume he's evil, what's going to happen there? I'm hoping still sex. I know, right? I like evil sex. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested. I cannot wait to read the second book. Yeah. Uh, Dick score this. What would you give it overall? I think I'd give it a four. Mm-hmm. Um, only because I wish there was more sex. I mean, that's mm-hmm. our jam, right? That's what we do. We read books with tons of sex. And so, and this book is a little bit different for us because there wasn't a ton of sex, but it did keep our attention, which was very hard to do. Yes. Uh, so definitely a four. It would probably be a five if there was more sex. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you because just like, you know, I'm, I'm a big Amelia Hutchins fan. Yeah. So I like these kind of books yeah. and I like all the mythology that's twisted yep. in there and, and the quests and all, yeah. the, all the goods. 
Yep. So yeah, I'm going to go with a four as well. And yep. for the exact same reason, I really like my smut. And so yeah. I'm really hoping that there, even though he's evil, yeah. there's going to be more yep. sex happening Agreed. in two and three. So we'll yep. have to see. So yeah, that is it. That is book one of the Hope Legacy, Seducing Hope by Adeline Winters. Yep. Again, thanks for contacting us. Yes, thank yeah. you so much. Hey, so this is going to be the last episode for a couple weeks. We're going to come back on November 9th. We're going to take a little bit of a break, but we wanted to talk about some of the books that we already have picked that we're going to do episodes in November about. So I'm super excited. I don't even know if Morgan knows most of these um, because I just came up with them and I'm like, here's what you're going to do. Okay. Filthy Rich Americans series by Nikki Sloan. Okay. Five books. I've read four out of the five. I have read one. Okay. Okay. Going back though, I have read this series at least three times. Oh, all right. And I only recently discovered it. I think a couple yes. episodes ago, it might've been what I was buzzing about because it came, I read McAllister Hale's book and he's part of this series. Oh my okay. God. I fucking love him. Okay. In a creepy, weird way. Okay. But I do. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, Pin Pal. Oh God. We love JT Gessinger. Ugh so good yes if you haven't actually checked out the tiktok that we had a couple weeks ago i won a facebook contest yes from jt gessinger directly and her post was it was so fucking funny i was just scrolling like on a random i think it had to have been a saturday because i wasn't working and i was just drinking coffee and scrolling and the it was like thor a picture of thor who i fucking love but it was like hey just wanting to know is anyone out there is your your name jillian what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it sure is. Yep. And then I got the little thing back that said, you just won. And what I got in the mail was signed books. I got Pin Pal and I got Carnal Urges, uh, mm. which is my favorite fucking book in right. that series. Like yeah. she just knew somehow. Yep. So yeah, that was a big deal for us. Yeah. We fucking love that. Um, also in November, we have This Woman yes. coming out, Jody Ellen Malpas. This is the book that's told in the point of view of Jesse Ward from the This Man series, which was the very first two episodes yes. of this podcast we did well over a year and a half ago. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm real excited about that one. Yeah. 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 There's some uh, Penelope Sky coming up. Mm-hmm. We've done her before. Absolutely love her books. I found another one that I love. Uh, TikTok tells us what to do all the time, right. too. So, yeah. Just looking forward to another season of really great books. and. Yeah chatting with my bestie hell yeah yeah all right well that's gonna be it again give come back on the ninth we'll have something new goodbye bye